She likes the podcast, we'll listen to this our boy talk about life, news and anything interesting. Welcome back everyone to a new episode of the Chillax Podcast. Today's episode is gonna be unedited as well, like last week's and the last last week's episode. To be honest, really, it's kind of tough. If I want to do something that is edited, it's, I have to take leave, I have to prepare and write script, but I haven't been able to take leave yet. And right now, it's just gonna be something that is unedited, raw, I, I think it's not too bad. I suppose it's something very similar to me live streaming and you are hearing the most recent thing that happened in my life, right? Instead of me trying to create something that is like four weeks in advance, then you hear it four weeks afterwards. So I guess this is much better. Not too sure about this. But I recently went to my friend's house. It's just yesterday. I'm quite sure she would listen to this podcast or so. I didn't realize that people actually found my podcast. I know that my friends kind of saw my YouTube videos and everything, but then I never knew my friends would have found the podcast and she found the podcast. Maybe it's just because my like search, search engine ranking on Spotify is quite strong. When you search Singapore podcast, it appears um, in the first few selection, right? the first few results. And she eventually realized that it was me all, all along. Because when she saw that I talk about my school, then she know confirm really this person sounds so familiar and this person went to this school. Confirm plus chop. He 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 is my friend. And and yeah, that's true lah. But so she probably gonna listen to this and I went to her, her house, right? The reason is to see the baby. I think we didn't meet for two years really because of COVID and I think she got pregnant about just at the start of COVID or or even mid, mid of COVID, I think. Then now the baby is really like about one year old or something. Around the age where you go to the, the kindergarten sparkle tots, that kind. And I thought the baby is quite cute. It's quite interesting. Like the baby is very young, but her hair is like, she, ha- she has a lot of hair for a baby, which is pretty funny. And also she is quite big size as compared to other kids of her age. And I don't know, man. This is my first time seeing a baby. And it was a pretty strange experience. I wouldn't say it's first time seeing a baby, but more of like a first time interacting with a baby that is uh that I can interact with because it's my friend's baby, right? Then I can like like poke the kid, uh you know, talk to the kid, talk to the girl, and then laugh at her and then smile at her. And it was very strange because it's a friend also, right? Then the kid is like for some reason, it just gives me the feeling like the kid is like a pet like that. But, the, but she is not a pet. She is more than a pet. She can grow up and she can think on her own. She can make her own decisions. There's like, there's like more, to, more to it than a pet, right? And, and it's so interesting. It's just sitting there staring at her. It's like, wow, this came out of my friend. <laughs> and that sounds a bit strange. But it's just such a kind of magical moment i think and okay i just gonna be honest here did it change my mind on whether i do i still want to not have kids after seeing this uh i still don't want to have kids i i don't think i've changed my mind but the baby is damn cute man it's like when the baby is not wailing it's not crying it's not being annoying when she's just being normal right and calm it's so cute like so chubby so fair skin and like I don't know, it's just like a dumpling like that. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, when the kid is not crying, it's pretty cute. 
And I suppose from what I understand is that having a kid is nice. Uh, having someone you can love, you, your li- it makes your life, I don't know, you feel more love, you feel more happiness. But at the same time, the downs are really downs. Like when you feel disappointment or when you feel tired, it's really even more tired than regular life, right? And I think overall, my friend just said that uh, those who is thinking or considering to have kids, um, if you really cannot, and it's very tiring, it's a very tiring job, so really need to consider a lot in this case. And I suppose that's the reason why um, some couples who intention, like, like at the start, right, they wanted to be single, no, they wanted to be like, um, not have kids, right? Eventually, they kind of have kids in the end, and they kind of cited the reason the reason to have kids is because uh, they want to spice up their life and I can kind of see the reason why after seeing the kid, the kid really gives you a lot more experiences and it's not just a project that you work on together, it's something that it's like an off- offspring, right, that you can love and there's different experience that you can live through her, you live and you also live through your, your childhood again, right. And in some ways, it's a way to kind of right your wrongs but I, do, I think that's a very unhealthy mindset and Another very strong reason that I, that I found out yesterday is also why to have kids is um, if you love your partner so much, right, you probably want to have kids because imagine if your, if your partner is gone, at least your, you have a kid that is like, you know, it's both of us that contributed to this and I can remember you by the kid, which seems a bit mor- morbid, but I can imagine that scenario like if I really love my partner, I would do that. So... If you ask me whether I'm 100% set or don't want to have kids, I think um, I would say I'm 99% and that's the same situation as my friend who eventually, you know, who said she didn't want to have kids but she have, had the kid in the end. And for me, I feel that I don't want to, I will make myself, I will set up all these things, right? I will really be determined to the extent where I wouldn't cross that path because I feel that once you cross that path, right, then you cannot turn back really, right? And I feel that um, it's quite dangerous like even though this kid is cute and everything and it's nice and all these reasons is there right my my um inner need for perfection my self-deprecating or uh inner criticism right would destroy me when i have a kid because i can't give my kid the best and i i i'm quite extreme in that in that sense where if i can't do that then then, then why have a kid right like why have a kid and make the kid suffer when I look at, I don't know whether I got mentioned this to in the podcast, but I mentioned this to a lot of my friends before. When I see my, my managers, my head who are earning way more money and they are married and they have kids, right? They are earning a lot more money. Their double income is 10, 20, like 20K, confirm 20 over K. Right? And they are moving from neighborhood areas to central areas to give the kid the best possible education, right? Because of the proximity kind of rule thing. And I look at myself, I can't even do that. Like, I can't even do this kind of simple stuff that can really give them an age. And then you think about, why are they doing these things? And, and it's like, this whole Singapore rat race is just absolutely insane. And you can say that, okay, I'm going to ignore it. I'm not going to play, play this game. But then at the end of the day, you are in this system. You are in this battlefield, you are in this gladiator arena. You cannot just say, I, I'm not going to join the arena, you are in the arena. You can't just sit at the corner because people are going to be fighting and they're going to be fighting you and you have no choice. And I mean, it's not really an exact fighting thing, but if you think about it in the real, actual, 
life scenario, right? All these kids that is getting a, a leg up, they are going to be competing with your kid as well. So in this case, you better, you know, suit, suit, suit yourself up, like, you know, with the best armor, and then you need to be prepared to fight. You cannot just ignore it, I suppose. I think ignore it, ignoring it might do you more harm. I suppose at least you need to do something. Maybe you don't have to do something like uh, bring your child to the best school possible. Maybe there's an alternative way, but I don't know. I can't imagine an alternative way. So you are fighting against this kind of people. And it's tough, man. It's very, it's very, very challenging. And I'm, I'm really considering like, I, I don't think it's possible. Maybe like, I think the only chance that could actually lead me to wanting kids is like, if I ever had a relationship, right, then maybe my mind will change. When I'm really deeply in love with someone, things will change, right? Because I can't tell for sure how I'm how I would behave because I never been in a true relationship before where we kind of love each other and everything. And that's that's how the scenario is, like how this is the situation right now. And I know this has been quite a I don't know, a topic that I've been a recurring topic that I've been talking a lot about this in the past few episodes and I guess it's hard to avoid. It's more of a life stage thing really and I'm not going to shun away from this even though it might sound boring when I keep repeating the same thing over and over again. You know, I should try and talk about other topics that are popular to other people as well. But I guess this is more like a, you know, I think this podcast direction kind of goes kind of apps and flows in different um direction i i don't think app and flow is a is a, is a good good way to describe it but it goes different directions right sometimes it goes that direction where i try to talk about different topics to cater to everyone and then sometimes um i talk about these kind of things it is more of like a personal vlog i guess but this is a podcast kind of situation audio vlog i guess oh wow am i am i pioneering audio vlogs that's pretty cool but yeah that's that's the case and i don't know it just seems like um, in my friend group i would say we're at this stage where everybody is getting married and it's just at the i would say it's at the peak i think there's a word for it so it's like right at the foot of the mountain when it bef- before it spikes up like you know like a graph at the foot of the mountain and that's where people are starting to get married really, start to have kids. And then all the single guys and girls will start thinking about all these things, right? And even those who are married are also thinking about whether they want to have kids. And then those who are not married will have to think about finding a partner. And I see my friends, those who didn't want to have a, a partner or was just very focused on their own. They are like really, I don't know putting in the work to go and find and meet people and just becoming a better person or better version of themselves and and i guess in some ways i'm kind of influenced and we are all just trying to find a partner before you get too old i think there's a it becomes more challenging more and more challenging i've seen a lot of these uh anecdotes from older people who are single from reservice from from TV shows like reality TV, like all those famous actors, right? Forty years old still don't have a partner. I think a lot of them mentioned that um, the it gets tougher because you become more comfortable with yourself, 
and you really know what you want and i guess you also feel like you know you your energy might not be as high as before you are not going to be taking as much risk even now i find it very tough to take the kind of risk right like how are you like there are only a few set ways you can meet someone either through dating app then you are taking a risk here to really commit to have a have a committed or intimate co- conversation with a person for a lengthy amount of times but then due to the nature of dating app it is very um very superficial you get to and you and there's a lot of high volume and low quality right so a lot of your conversation is just more touch and go touch and go and at the end of the day maybe you are making decisions um on you have lesser information here i suppose and you when you have when you have matched with like 10 15 percent as a female then you only can like have a conversation with a few guys right and even for a guy you you are on the other receiving end and it can be quite tough as well i think the guys are kind of disadvantaged in the sense where you if you are not good looking then it's kind of hard to find and at the same time people it's very hard for girls to give you the time of their day as well so you need to put on your a game and try and impress them but sometimes how do you impress over text right like i mean when your profile don't put anything that is interesting how am, how am i supposed to conjure up something to create a interesting conversation like it's impossible maybe i'm just i just suck at conversation lah. but overall i just find it very challenging right now even though like i i'm not the ugliest so i get some matches but i keep getting ghosted i suppose maybe it's my picture gone wrong maybe my conversation not there maybe i'm not very aligned with what other people put on their plat- on their profile i suppose people the females i'm not quite sure what the female sees on their end i think i got say this before and for my end right, i see whenever the females like the profiles they put they always have a certain kind of um characteristics like stereotype like they want to travel they want sometimes they want ambitious people sometimes they want spontaneity and and they want they want kids or they want pets and i think all of these things are not really something that i'm interested in i'm not i feel that i'm ambitious and driven to find happiness but not in the strictly the conventional sense where i want to climb the corporate ladder if i if finding happiness means i have to climb the corporate ladder then so be that will be that will be my the reason why i'm ambitious but i'm not setting out to climb the ladder as a result of being ambitious here it's just to be happy and traveling I think traveling maybe it's just a Singaporean thing. That's the way to measure your your ability to I don't know, your ability to feed yourself, to, to be secure, to be a provider and to I mean at the end of the day it's not just a guy thing, right? Like a guy and girl thing where you want somebody somebody who can travel at least means that they have some sort of like security that they are not poor, they are they have a decent job, they can we, we can be de- dependent on one, one another but i feel that the traveling thing is not really a good benchmark if you say you like to travel right then that means you are also spending a lot of money to go travel and that is something that i feel that maybe just a group of people out there have this kind of mindset where hey you're young you should go and travel also and my i actually have one friend that has that kind of mentality she's rather well off i suppose and she just keep on telling us like oh why why everybody our age don't want to go travel and everything then we have to keep reminding her that you are in a good you are in a very how do i say 
well off position. That's why you can do that. Maybe all these people who are saying on the dating app, they say they want to go travel. They are trying to find somebody, somebody that is very rich. And for me, I'm not very rich. I like to travel as well. I can go solo traveling and I can go on Europe trips. But then, I mean, I'm spending a lot of money though. And is that, is that a wise thing to do? I don't think so, right? But of course, I'm sacrificing this kind of global world experience for stability. And that's kind of a result of my upbringing, right? I don't want to end up with no money. I don't want to borrow money. I want to be independent. I want to, you know, when, I, when my computer breaks down, I want to be able to buy the best computer. I want, to buy, I want to be able to buy the best phone. That's why I'm sacrificing these kind of experiences, right? And even if I go overseas, go to Europe, I, I mean, if I, I can't be splurging also. I mean, if I splurge, then my savings gone really. Lah. So I guess the challenge here is also here is not being able to, I guess my, my kind of the things that I want and my, and my outlook is very different. I mean, I don't mind going uh, overseas like now and then to, to Taiwan, Australia, Thailand. But I think the kind of experiences that people might be looking for is just taking the, the bucket list, go to different countries and it can be quite expensive, very challenging here. I see my friend, um, he is struggling. I, I guess his, his wife now, I think it's his wife really, they married already, yeah. I, I think I got mentioned before about me going to his wedding. She, I, I suppose she kind of fits the, the profile that I see on, the wife right, fits the profile that I see on, um, on the dating apps. And maybe I'm generalizing a lot here, but it feels like, I mean, the, a lot of the things that she wants, right, kind of give me, I think it was a, it's a good learning experience or a, a opportunity where I really learn like generally what people want. And like typically from what I see so far, all these weddings, like gen people want to host a wedding, to celebrate at a hotel. They want photos taken and they want to photos taken at the hotel they want photos taken before like as part of this wedding marriage thing and they also want to go on a honeymoon trip they, and and their house wants to be like well furnished all these things and i'm just wondering i'm, I'm looking at all these costs right my friend had to be in debt because of this you know and and i can't afford all these things even i will go in debt even though i save up a lot of money really and I suppose that is a that could be something that is a rare case, but I don't think so. I see a lot of these kind of things happening, but maybe there are still outlier cases because I I see some of my friends they are very they are very chill with these kind of things, right? They don't want all these things. They are okay with not having a wedding. Like my friend who I visited yesterday to see the kid, right? She don't want to have a wedding. The money can be put into going overseas, can be put back to the to furnishing the house. We put back into the, the child's education. So I guess maybe right now, right, my mindset is very much very wired because I keep on using the dating app. Then my mind is like, I keep on seeing these kind of people want to travel, want kids, uh, want, want this kind of ambitious, driven lifestyle, live the best life or whatever. And I guess it kind of really skew my, my mind, you know, my outlook on all these kind of things. And I just feel so jaded 
and you know sometimes I use it then I, then I get a bit jaded then I stop using it and I just kind of take a break because I know my mind is getting a bit toxic really thinking about all these things like I keep on internally complaining like, why like that why like that but I guess that's the nature of the app right it's very superficial you just put these things down and maybe we are not very open with ourselves and a lot of us are not very good at writing descriptions of ourselves online I think people just go with the easiest thing to do which is the typical stuff travel ambitious um have fun weekend cafe nothing interesting is shown there and of course i hold myself to that standard so i try to put interesting things to to really counteract that right but that's there's some limitation uh, i mean that is how it is yeah so that is kind of like a i think kind of like a rant on the current situation now so I, am i still using the app of course i'm still using the app but i'm just taking a break now and then and i i don't think it's possible it's gonna be a challenge to find someone from the app probably have to find someone through i don't know work or other social activities which i'm trying to get into i'm starting like what i mentioned i'm starting out with physiotherapy first like i'm going i'm using my i, I think i don't think i can mention this but my company insurance got got uh, allowance for physiotherapy right so i go physiotherapy fix myself first then i go gym then I maybe go for some sporty activity that i can meet people that's a whole plan i think that might be easier right as compared to using the dating app i think it's easier to spend time with someone and build relationship then from there progressing to something that is more intimate is easier as compared to dating app you are just meeting someone online and trying to jump from uh, point zero to point five, where you where you are <laughs> where you are super intimate and and become a a partner, right? So that's gonna be a lot more challenging. And and that's that's what it is. I mean, can't really help it, right? Yeah, yeah. So today's episode is just more of a sharing what has happened recently, the whole dating thing. I think even my friend is trying it, and I don't know, man. We, we shall see how it goes maybe i don't know is there a time frame i want to get a partner by i don't think i should set that kind of limit on myself but it is what it is like we will just see how it goes and hopefully we'll, I'm, I'm also excited whenever my friends say like hey i'm very excited to see uh me like see see me like i don't know how how should i call myself uh i'm okay i should call myself our boy so my friend always say I'm excited to see our boy's uh, a partner because our boy doesn't have a partner, right? Since since he was born, and it'll be interesting to see what what his partner look like, looks like and what's their personality, right? I myself also quite excited, yeah. And I mean, some people might ask, uh, why you don't want to find from work? I suppose work is is a possibility, and I think I think I got mentioned this before, um. My workplace is for some reason it's strange. It's they are pretty open to workplace relationship. I thought this has always not been the case, you know. Most workplace try and tell you not to have relationships. But it's strange my workplace allow that, encourage that, actively put me together with other people. And I suppose there are quite a few single people who are young. Um but I could try and consider it before, but at the end of the day, like what I say, 
no, not having kids is a deal. It's a it's a deal breaker. Right? It's a it's the kids part is a deal breaker. So, I mean, I got consider that's why I will go and ask them questions. Oh, why my colleagues hear this? Ah, wait, shit, shit, shit. I'm thinking, should I even continue this conversation? No, but okay. I this one can be honest. I will just ask them, like um, how many? I will ask them a leading question. How many kids do you want to have? So if they have a number, right? That means most likely they thought thought about it and they want to have kids, right? So I will ask them that. And when they say a number, then I know okay, cannot really because then I, then I will also they will ask me back. And then I tell them, oh, I don't want to have kids to you to reiterate my person like not re- really reiterate to like kind of like tell them my position or in this case and generally when i say don't want kids then they will kind of give the very sad um response like why huh why like that why you know like i don't know i just don't want to bring my child to this world <laughs> or this like i don't know sad world and i can't even take care of myself why i have to take care of her, her or him right and and that's that's what it is i guess you can't really help it right but it's kind of sad but it's it's i i don't know i mean living alone is fine too not having kids is fine too rather than having a kid and then you can't take care of him right yeah so that's all for today um i hope you guys have found it interesting and if you've been listening for quite some time please consider checking out the patreon page please don't go please consider checking it out you can support the podcast you know for as cheap as a taping then all this money can create some form of stability can allow me to explore more content and also just create the video setup i think we are still quite far away from that goal um but please just take a look i mean if you are feeling rich if you get promoted and you feel that you know i've been here for you for the entire time listening to you you listening to me during your morning commute just consider it yeah because this channel is not gonna this podcast is not gonna earn any money from selling ads because hardly you know not enough people listening to listen to this i'm not the daily catch-up i'm not a joe rogan podcast just a one-man army talking to a microphone a delusional man talking to himself i suppose airing his vulnerabilities online that one day if somebody find out about it i fear my life is on the line <laughs> Yeah, I'll see you guys uh, next week.